It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to Hello and welcome back to The Movie Den. My name is Luke Taylor. I'm the multimedia editor at The Daily Easter News. And I'm Adam Tamino, the sports editor. This week, we watched some romance movies in honor of Valentine's Day. It was a couple days ago, apparently. We are late, which I... <laughs> Somehow it isn't surprising. Uh, that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, if, if Valentine's Day fell on a Wednesday, it'd be a lot better. Right. But unfortunately, I guess things don't work for our schedule. The rest of the world doesn't revolve around the movie den. It should. That is pretty messed up. Which which movie should we start with today? I think we'll start with Forgetting Sarah Marshall. All right. Which is a romantic comedy in the general sense of the term. It has romance and comedy in it. So... Let's get into it. All it right. is about a man named Peter, who is a composer for a TV show which his girlfriend, Sarah Marshall, stars in. Uh, right at the beginning of the movie, she breaks up with him. He's very upset. He's like, oh, she used to talk about Hawaii. I'll go to Hawaii to relax and sort of, you know, get my life back together. He goes to Hawaii, and she's there with her new boyfriend. And it leads to shenanigans. For this era of rom-com, it's completely unsurprising that she's there. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I did kind of think, based on the title, that this was going to be a 51st Dates kind of story. There would be, like, amnesia involved in some way. Which is, I maybe shouldn't have jumped to that conclusion, but I kept <laughs> being surprised when there wasn't amnesia in this movie. Yeah, there, there's not amnesia. There's a lot of weird characters around this resort yes. that sort of come in and out of the movie at random. The main thing that stood out to me from this movie was the, the, the kind of comedic beat that was used, Yeah, which I just am not used to seeing in movies. I don't know how to explain it. I, I don't have a lot of good examples, but there was there are scenes where someone says something crazy and escalates it and like keeps going, and then instead of either escalating with them or bringing it back, everybody else just doesn't say anything and i don't know how to explain how that's different from them being mean yeah they just sort of like accept it yeah a a lot of it's kind of awkward i would say a lot of the humor and i feel like it usually wouldn't work but it did make me laugh every time they did it it's a really really funny movie it has some individual lines and scenes that are just like just really really like laugh out loud kind of funny yeah Get ready for us to make a, talk a lot about sex humor in, this, yeah. in the next couple minutes because some of the funniest, some of the funniest bits. There's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of funny bits, we'll get into that later. <laughs> we should just get that out of the way. You probably, the you probably should. Of the movie. You probably should. Yeah, right at the beginning when there's Peter a, is being broken up with, he, he is, is naked. Just naked. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot more male nudity in this movie yeah. than <laughs> than you're usually used to. If anyone wants to see what Jason Siegel's penis looks like, get ready. This is this is the movie for you. <laughs> Which I guess we could we could talk a, about Hollywood and male nudity versus female nudity or whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I, the, there are so many bigger issues in the world. <laughs> Hollywood has other problems. I, I will say this specific instance of male nudity is very very funny. Yes, he's being broken up with. He's happy at first, and he's like, and he's. It takes his uh, towel off, and his girlfriend's like, "We need to talk," 
And he's like, start, he starts to just kind of like pace and cry, and he's just naked the entire yeah. time. And you keep getting like very quick little glimpses of his penis. And he says and, something like, "If I leave and get dressed, then this is over." And she's like, "But like, could you actually though?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Kristen Bell plays Sarah Marshall. She's from what's like the Good Places, her most yeah. one of her more recent things. And uh, they keep showing her face during this scene where she's like looking up. She's like yeah. like avoiding. She's this like was, this was not one of her high points for me. No, she's all right. She kind of gets washed her, away. Her in the character's rest of this. not served very well. She's a couple of scenes where they start to kind of get into her deal. Yeah, but it's never. It's mostly about Peter, and then the front desk worker at the hotel, played by Mila Kunis, who he starts to spend time with. I kind of forget that Mila Kunis is a person. Yeah, to me, she's she is a character from that '70s show. Yeah, that's like the only thing I've ever really seen her in, other than this movie. Right, she's I done other that stuff. She, like, got sure. older. Yeah. She's she, good in this. She's fine. She does still... Maybe it is just because I'm used to that 70s show. She yeah. still looks like a teenager to me. Yeah. Which she 100% isn't in this movie. She's not a teenager. She's, she's like a 30. grown woman. She's like an adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still in my brain. I'm like, what? She can't be talking to this old guy. Which... it's This is one of those movies where it's a very average guy. Yeah. He's he's talented. He's good at writing music, but not excessively so. No. And he still has women actually fighting over him at some point he's not, he's not unattractive but he's not you know right there's nothing again nothing wrong with him he's got he's some just, talent he's, just a, he's a dude he's just a dude yeah it wasn't adam sandler level of like too much there's a little bit of like i guess sort of male fantasy sort of thing where you have yeah. this one kind of average guy and these two very attractive women like kind of fighting over him something that confused me was something that they played for humor which was his vampire puppet musical yeah which was really funny. It's very, yeah. It's very funny, the concept. It's like his passion project, it's, yeah. He, he has one song that he plays from it, and it's funny. It, like, actually cracked me up. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, I would I would watch this. But then at the end of the movie, he has made it into a stage show, not like a not a recorded thing. It's just... Yeah, it's like some little, like, black box theater, and he's and doing it's this... Like, but yeah. it's, like, sold out, and people are, like, cheering, and, like, autographs and pictures, and I'm like, how is this this big of a deal? I think it would have been funnier if there was, like, six people there. Yeah. He was performing this thing at the end. That would have been very funny. I just... I thought he was going to take it as, like, a, a stand-up kind of thing. Yeah. But they took it as a serious production, and I was yeah. very... Very confused. Good for him, I guess, you know? He went through a lot of uh, stuff that's mostly his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie definitely, if you're looking at like sort of a romantic comedy spectrum, this is definitely comedy heavy. Yeah. Uh, they don't really spend too much time on like the actual sort of serious in relationship g- stuff, which is probably for the best. In general, I do, if I'm going to watch a romantic comedy, I'm there for the comedy, not the romance. Yeah. So it is to my taste in that way, though it does kind of make the romance parts feel... Yeah. Almost unnecessary. You don't really get a lot of development of the relationship no, between. No, I would have. I would have. I would have liked to have kind of bought into it more. Yeah, from that angle. He leaves at one point, and then she comes months later, and they get together, and it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those romantic comedies where they spend like an hour getting to know each other, and then they separate, and oh no, well they get together again. Of course they do. At yeah. The end. Uh, but it's one of those things where I feel like they probably break up like two months after the movie's over. Which is so awkward because she's from Hawaii and she's going to have to move. And then, I don't know. For this, I just, for this guy? Yeah. Too, I, it just, just left me going, being a little worried about the people in the movie. Yeah. One of the flaws of it is I think I think this movie finds Peter more likable 
then yeah. then then they sh- then it should. Because he is like a you know a goof, goofy he's, guy, fun he, guy, but he's not that fun. He's fine. And there's one part of the movie where I think Sarah Marshall says to him, "You don't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be with anyone right now." And she's which is right. Tr- which is true. We've <laughs> been shown that he his life is a mess and he is not making any yeah. effort to fix it. Yeah, he's a he's, he's a weird man. Yeah. There's, there is sort of a self-improvement montage at the end where he's working on his Dracula musical. He's like on a treadmill. He's cleaning up his house. It, it, but he's still kind of a pud. Maybe I don't think this is a hot take. Montages don't earn characters things. No. <laughs> I understand a montage as a storytelling uh, method because I don't want to sit there and watch him do all this stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when that's when most of your character development happens essentially off screen yeah i kind of i it it doesn't work for me it doesn't doesn't like sell because then we don't see his new developed him he's just like yep i'm really successful now and then the movie's over yeah he nailed the dracula musical apparently got the girl apparently yeah in part because of the dracula musical that's how she read that he sends her an invitation and that's how she reunites with him if i just put it together it felt for me in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, when oh, Charlie puts on the Nightman musical exactly. and invites, if you haven't seen the show, this is going to sound insane. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. He invites this girl he's into to the musical, and the musical is a train wreck. It's hilarious to watch. It's one of the funniest episodes of any show I think I've ever seen. 100%. But it's awful if I was there in person. Yeah. And then he proposes to her at the end, and she, of course, says no. That's what it felt like. It, it was like watching this insane, weird show and then being like, okay, guy. Uh, but, it, but this time it works. Yeah. At least in the short term. Yeah, apparently. I mean, they're not married, I yeah. guess. Maybe that's the difference. I'm going to get into that. The main reason to see this movie is not to see like a story about this person falling in love. and It's not. It's about like a, it's like a collection of jokes. Yeah. And it's a collection of jokes. It's really, really good. Yeah. There's some very funny... Uh, individual lines or so like a lot of the resort is populated with these weird minor characters like this very religious couple that are on their honeymoon and having trouble with their sex lives that bit that bit didn't work no. for me uh, a lot of the other ones did There's that a couple bit. of fun like, i like the part where he's like they're like at a bar and he's kind of talking about his struggles and he starts just like hitting himself in the head yeah that's kind of he is funny it's he just, was he was sort of losing it they yeah. kind of i think they lean too heavy on that minor character when i found some of the yeah. other ones funnier it feels like there this movie was probably at like at one point like 20 minutes longer yeah with more of the minor characters because thrown into it and then they like just kind of paul rudd is it. paul rudd is in this movie he's in it for like a couple minutes yeah. as a as a surf instructor named chuck who gave himself a hawaiian name yeah, and that was something I was going to bring up, was <laughs> that if you're going to have Paul Rudd in your movie, who is so famously well-liked, yeah. you know, it, give him fewer lines that are make me uncomfortable about Hawaiian culture, because I don't know any very much about Hawaiian culture, but nothing he said felt no. good. I, mean, I think he said he picked that Hawaiian name for himself by going to he a did. website. And then he gives the other guy a name, just yeah. like stringing syllables together. Yeah. And I was like, all right, man. And other other scenes that he was in were, f- like, funny. It's Paul Rudd. Of course, you know, he's <laughs> charming. Uh, they could have done a little more, leaned a little more on him and taken out some of those first couple interactions, and I would have been much happier. Yeah. Uh, who else is it? Bill Hader is in this. As right, Peter's uh, stepbrother, who's mostly seen through 
early FaceTime interactions on MacBooks. I was disappointed that he didn't get a bigger, yeah. a bigger role. Yeah, he wasn't as big in, I guess, 2008. That was right. pretty early in his career, but he's one of the funniest people on Earth. He's hilarious. Uh, so I, he's, he has some very funny little scenes. He's kind of a plays a more normal character than I think sometime, is usual for him. Sometime we'll have to watch Hot Rod. I and talk we about need that. That's that's such a good. Movie. Just I just need an excuse to watch it again. Yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah, it's a, that's a very rewatchable movie. Uh, uh, Russell Brand is in this. That might yep. that name isn't. He was very famous for a while, like around the time this movie came out for a couple of years. He was everywhere. He's what, ha- what happened? I don't know. <laughs> Where'd he's, he go? He's intriguing in yeah. general. In this movie, he plays a rock star who he, is dating Sarah Marshall a little bit. Most of the time that he was on screen, I wanted him to not be anymore yeah to be honest he's he's i think he's supposed to be he's definitely supposed to be an annoying right right character you're not supposed to love he's, him he has some funny moments mostly involving jonah hill playing like this waiter yeah. at the resort that another is, character is in love with this this rock star and follows him around everywhere for some very, some of the funniest scenes i think are jonah hill's scenes yeah. when russell brand spills wine on himself yeah. And Jonah Hill just comes sprinting across the restaurant, like I saw it, I saw it, and help him clean it up. And because Jonah Hill is <laughs> kind of like Paul Rudd, like everybody at least kind of thinks he's funny. Yeah, I feel like everybody has like one one bit that they can pull from him and be like, oh yeah, Jonah Hill. But he's just sort of <laughs> he was used mostly well. I think I yeah. could yeah, it was pretty early in his career. There's a lot of people in this movie who have done a lot since, right? Of course, Kristen Bell and and Hate Bill Hader and Jonah Hill and have done a lot. Jonah Hill's got like. Oscar nominations now, right, which is crazy. Which is, I not, I didn't see that coming 15 no. years ago. I don't know if anyone did. Yeah, he went um, from this guy who I think his, <laughs> his main part was selling his mixtape or his yeah. demo to There's, other guy. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes is is the the rock star. His name is Aldous Snow, which uh, he also plays that character in the movie Get Him to the Greek, which is a pretty funny movie as well. He uh, is going to dinner with Sarah Marshall, and they don't have a reservation. And Jonah Hill's character is like, there's going to be a five minute wait. I didn't know you were coming. I'm so, I'm so sorry. He yeah. starts to like cry a little bit because he's like so upset that he let this this guy down. Right. That he um, didn't know they were going to dinner. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a funny movie. It's If you like inappropriate jokes that, are, like that are actually funny and not just like trying to be funny, this is a very well written movie. Yes. From, from the humor perspective, not so much in characters. We had more to say about that movie than I thought we did, so Me I'm too. gonna I'm gonna jump us over to the other movie transition. that we talked about. This is not my best transition, but I'd like <laughs> I'd like to. It was effective. I'd like to talk about it. We watched. <laughs> so on the other spectrum, end of the spectrum of like romance movies, we went from this one that was like just funny to this other one that's still not that much romance, but no. is much more. It has like charming scenes. Yeah. I want, it's not a comedy. We watched The 100-Foot Journey, which is a movie that I really like and is on a list of movies that I just sort of happened into. My my sister and I used to just show up at the movie theater and pick something out, and it's really cute. It is about an Indian family who – This there are some parts of this movie that are crazy. It starts <laughs> out with their restaurant being burned down, like people burn it down on purpose because of, quote – and there was an election, and there are winners and losers. So sort of undetermined political turmoil. Right. And then they move to England, and that doesn't work out because the vegetables have no soul. And then they... Take that, <laughs> English vegetables. And then they're like, okay, we're just going to travel through Europe until we find somewhere that we want to settle. And they end up in this 
you know, perfect, quaint little French town. And there's this restaurant that's closed. Okay, we want to build buy this building. And it's right across the street from a one-star Michelin, like, French restaurant. And this movie, you're not going to like if you don't like food to a certain amount because it's mostly <laughs> like cooking things and talking about cooking things. It's more cooking than I thought there would be. Yeah, there's... I don't know if I've ever seen another movie with so much cooking yeah. in it. But anyway, throughout this movie, the the main character, Hassan, he's a very good cook. He has only ever cooked Indian food. He starts learning from Marguerite, who works at the French restaurant, and then he ends up working there and goes up and becomes this like huge, famous chef. And then the two of them kind of end up together. It's a little bit ambiguous at the end. There, also, during this movie, there's, like, a an actual hate crime. Like, a borderline, a borderline like, terrorist attack, almost. It's, yeah. it's upsetting. Because one of the <laughs> cooks at the French restaurant, the owner of the French restaurant doesn't like this Indian family because she, not because she's racist, she just doesn't like them. Because they're, like, competition. And yeah, and she finds She's also, annoying. she's a little, not, not racist, but she, maybe ignorant. Yes, she does say some things that, that are like, woo. So I don't think that I think that's not how you intended that. Is yes. I think that's is kind of what her her she had some she had some learning and growing to do. Yes, but she also didn't have a desire to burn down their restaurant, which this guy tries to do <laughs> and paint something that I assume was racist in French on their wall. So that I mean that you know served as the catalyst for her kind of accepting this other family yeah and then the the families kind of grow closer through this yeah right. she's like i don't like this this uh this indian restaurant and her chef's like all right i'm gonna firebomb it yeah he's it's like he crazy he, he took, took that and ran with it he looks like <laughs> he's in the les miserables movie he does and seems to think he is as well yeah he's he's something else there are a lot of accents in this movie some of them are better than others most of the accents come from helen mirren she's got like four <laughs> as meta mallory she's just supposed to have the one she <laughs> it's weird because most of the actors are like pretty pretty unknown I'd... at least in the, in america yeah yeah and the couple i looked at who were who was the indian actors didn't seem like they had huge careers mm-hmm. and they all have accents that sound correct and all of the french characters sound i french. believe I, I believe they're all played by french and and Indian actors, except like for it. Helen Mirren, who is British, and sometimes you can really tell. Yes, and this <laughs> she's, movie, she's good in the, the movie. This movie was produced by Spielberg and Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, I don't really know what led to this movie happening. To be honest, they really those are two titans, two billionaires of the entertainment industry. It kind of felt like they were like, why don't we do this? Let's make this. Let's make a cute little movie. Yeah, yeah. It's. I think you said the word charming earlier. Yeah, that definitely is in here. Uh, particularly with, I like the character Papa. It's the only name we get for him. Yeah. Who is like the father of this Indian family guy. It seems to be in it by the 60s, but he's, the same age as Helen Mirren. He's perfectly cast. He's so good. I love this guy. He looks like the the most grumpy. He this, His character is a grumpy old guy with a heart of gold. Yeah. And he looks like that and he acts like that. And I just have no complaints about that character. I think he has some of the funnier moments as well. He does. And his, his, he has a lot of like sort of 
interplay, I guess you'd say, with Helen Mirren's character, and it's it's they've they have decent chemistry. That ends up being one of the like romance yeah, plots it's, it's, of the he's, uh, movie. He, he's guy sort of mourning his wife, and then yeah. this woman who's really only ever cared about her restaurant, and they sort of kind of grow closer. It doesn't seem like they're gonna get married or anything. No, but they definitely are close. They're at least very good friends by yeah. the end. I will say though, I'm what sort of disappointed me in this movie was with Marguerite and Hassan, the two young chefs. In some early scenes, they have really good chemistry, and they're both attractive and likable actors, Mm -hmm. and they do a really good job, and I liked both of them for a lot of the movie. And it seems like when you get to a point where the relationship's going to keep building, Mm -hmm. it, like, stops. It's weird because they have a really they have a really good dynamic. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's very talented but untrained. She's worked really hard to get where she's at. They're both, you know, intelligent young people who get along. It's like I it's, when they're together, it's like I like seeing this. I like mm-hmm. watching them talk. And then he he starts surpassing her. And that could be interesting too. He starts surpassing yeah. her in talent and she's upset obviously. But then he leaves to go be a chef and so you kind of lose that dynamic between the two of them it it t- yeah it takes the detour focusing on his professional chef career instead of the relationship i would have rather have seen the relationship build more mm-hmm. i i i want to see these characters together i want to see them work together and i, I looked, you know there was not very much relationship building and forgetting sarah marshall i thought we were going to get some here and then it just didn't happen i was a little I disappointed think- I think the movie could have been fixed by having the first parts of it and this little town be set closer to Paris, which is where he ends up. Mm-hmm. Because maybe then we could we could have a fun dynamic of him still getting to have his crazy career, but maybe now it's flipped and he's giving her a hand up into this world, and then they can both together decide to step back out of it. You know, yeah. we could have had more work between the two of them i would have liked to have seen them like work together and make each other better right and then at the end they they wind up in control of the french restaurant in that right. town together sort of running it um and as, it's a, like, as a as a yes, partnership i would like to have seen them working together but, in some way but it feels weird when they kind of wind up back together because they separate for like two years or something and he right. just comes back and there's like hey you're still in town let's they take over this restaurant. It, it, it didn't pay off for me. They could have even had one of those things where she also made it big and then they were actually competing again. And then they both realize, hey, we should head back. We shouldn't fight because obviously we're like yeah. in love with each other. And then realize, let's go back to that town where we met and run that restaurant and be with our families right. and friends. And it, I yeah. was disappointed because a lot of times, you know, in movies, romantic movies, sometimes you don't buy the chemistry between the actors and the characters. And this one, I really did. There's some scenes where he's fishing by a river and she rides by on her bike and they kind of yell back and forth. And they're they're adorable scenes. Everything in this movie looks like a painting. Oh, it does. There's there's flowers by the river and he's fishing. It's like All the produce is so bright and clear and giant. I wonder if they were trying, by sending him elsewhere, if the writers were trying to, like, do something different with their with their storyline and their movie, but I didn't really need that from this movie. Yeah, it, it's a mostly predictable story, as you would assume from a sort of kind of a genre movie. It's right. got some unpredictable moments, like the fire bombing. And the, <laughs> the premise itself is creative, like this Indian family in this French it's, town. It's I haven't seen that before. That's new. It's not mm-hmm. not insane, but it's new. And the, and it it has more depth than a lot of romance movies because you get to talk about their culture and you know. 
It's the French of, people yeah. have a lot of culture and the Indian people have a lot of culture and it clashes sometimes, but it doesn't have to, you know? It's like, oh, it's pretty pretty easy moral, but it's nice. It, it's enjoyable. It has a lot of good ingredients, but it was a little undercooked for my taste. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um... No, it is. It's a very likable movie. It looks nice. The this, actors the, all do a good job. I just wanted more of this this younger couple. Right. And I didn't get it. There's, There are also a lot of characters that aren't really characters in the movie, like Hassan's whole family. I, his, I like his older brother, whose name I'm neglecting to remember. He's kind of a fun character. Yeah, he's, he's sort like, of fed up with the dad a lot. I'm like, what are you doing? Why, why are we here? And Let's get out of here. You need him because the dad's very like... Oh, we'll just start this restaurant or whatever. And this guy's like, okay, whoa, dude. Like, There's some funny scenes where the dad's like, oh, there's a hotel in town. Let's go over there. And the older brother's like, hey, don't barter with them. Stop. And then and dad's he, like, I'm not gonna. And then he does. But you don't even know until much later. Yeah. Somebody's like, I heard you asked for a discount. And, and they're like, like, what? Why did you do that? And <laughs> yeah. It's 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 it is, it's very fun movie. It's got like, good dynamics and it's very likable and yeah. it, it, it does it all looks like a painting. Yeah, but not in like a bad way. Like it looks nice. It's you know it's sunset a lot for a movie. Yeah, <laughs> for a movie of this genre of just being a romance movie, it's fine for everything to look a little bit artificial. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's fine. They're yeah, it's like idealistic. And more lens flares than I would have asked for yeah. personally, but they aren't. They aren't terrible. Giant, giant, shiny red tomatoes yeah. the size of people's heads. I understand that people who like food will just bite into a tomato. Watching <laughs> someone do it still makes me unhappy. Not an apple, man. No. Yeah. You can't eat it like that. Anyway, I think we had fun watching both of these yeah. movies for pretty different pretty different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say. There's, there's less male nudity in 100 Foot Journey. I would say... I would say none. Yeah. A hundred percent less male nudity, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm I'm glad we watched them. And this next week, I think we're gonna do some some Pixar movies. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's not really a reason for that. Just why not? It's I because guess. earlier we said that cooking movies kind of like Ratatouille, and Adam said I've never seen Ratatouille. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta rectify that. I guess this will be fun for me. I'm very excited. And so that's what you can look forward to next week on the Movie Den. And if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord, I will slay him. Ha, 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 he'd take him from me, but I swear I won't let it be so. Ha, 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 blood will run down his face when he is decapitated. Ah, his head on my mantle is how I will let this world go. How much I love you.